All right, so we're going to dive right in, and um, and we're going to do this do this thing today. But we're going to dive right in um, and uh, and look at Matthew chapter six. Hope you guys are staying safe. I was out plowing earlier, and glad we called off church. Um, I think this is was the safe way to go. And uh, for some of you, it just gives you more time to get ready. Anyway, okay, Matthew chapter six. Uh, so Jesus is praying. He's doing the Sermon on the Mount like we talked about last week. And uh, he says, therefore, you should pray like this. Our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And I just wanted to concentrate today um, on the your kingdom come and your will be done. Because I think there's a lot packed into the, that that one verse and that one prayer, or really, I guess, those two petitions of Jesus to his Father in this Lord's Prayer, in this model prayer for us, your kingdom come, your will be done. Why, why would that be so important in a model prayer that Jesus is teaching, where, where Jesus is teaching people how to pray? Your kingdom come, your will be done. And when I think about it, I think of two things. The first is a lot of people wonder what heaven's going to be like, right? I mean, the other night we just watched the movie, I Can Only Imagine. And if you haven't seen it, it's unreal. We kind of cheated. We borrowed it from Roots Cafe, so we got to return it and all that. Once we do, you guys could probably do the same thing and, and watch it. But, you know, I, I, lo I love the idea of that song. I can only imagine what it'll be like to stand before God in eternal worship, you know? And so there's this, there's this mystery to the kingdom. We have no idea what it's going to be like. People have written books. People have... Um, People have had dreams and, and visions, and I'm not discounting any of that. But at the end of the day, we have no idea this side of heaven, what the kingdom of heaven is like. So the second thing, how do we experience God's kingdom today? How can we experience heaven? Is it, is it even possible for us to experience God's kingdom here today? And I think that's the point of this prayer, is that prayer is not us to get God to do our will. Like prayer is, we, we don't pray to change God's will. We don't pray to change God's mind. Like our prayers aren't about changing God whatsoever. We, we can't do that. We don't have that power, I guess. Um, but instead, prayer, um, prayer bends our will to God's. And I think that's the heart of this part of the Lord's Prayer is that, when he pray, when he encourages us, challenges us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. It's, it's our prayer lives are shifting our focus and, and, and our agenda to his. And that's why we pray. Why do we pray? We pray to bend our will, to bend our heart to God's. Um, your kingdom come, your will be done. This prayer ultimately engages us with the ultimate mission. When you think about the ultimate mission of Jesus, what was Jesus about? What was he all about? The ultimate mission of Jesus was his kingdom and his glory. Our vision statement as a church 
is to glorify God. That's how it starts, to glorify God. Because if we're not glorifying God, guess what? We're not doing anything. We had two people give their lives to Jesus last week at Summit Church. I think that glorifies the heart of God. I think it blesses the heart of God. And so I think we're doing something as a church, which has made me smile all week about our church, because I believe we're glorifying God. And if we're not glorifying God, we're not doing anything worth value. Um, Jesus was about his father's business. He was about his father's heart. And so when we pray, we're aligning ourselves with the ultimate mission, the ultimate vision. That's his glory and his kingdom. Um, Jesus even prayed, um, not many prayers of Jesus are documented in the scripture, but one of the prayers of Jesus that is documented in the scripture is not my will, father, but yours when he was on his way to the cross. And Jesus was about his father's business. Um, and so prayer is not about us getting God on our agenda, but it's about getting our little five second lives on his agenda. I had that written down in my notes. This is so weird to be doing this and looking, it's just different. I, I prefer Sunday mornings at 368 Gorham Road. We're not gonna go to an online church. I think we've confirmed that today, but let's keep going because when we do pray, it does a couple of things. A lot of hearts just went up. I guess you guys like that. Um, so, uh, but when we do pray that way, I think there's four things it does for us. And the first is this, is that God can rule our heart. When we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. We're, we're, we're handing over the reins. Not my, not my kingdom, not my will, not, not me, yours. And so when we pray that way, um, we're saying, okay, God, you can, you can rule here. And when, when I think about that, there are so many things that are after our hearts. There are so many things that are after your heart. There are so many things that are after your checkbook. There are so many things that are after your time. There are so many things that are after your energy. There are so many things that want you, and they make you feel so important, and they want your attention. Um, and when we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. We're saying, God, I want your heart. I, I, you can, you can rule me. You can take over me and my job and my family and everything that I do. I'm giving you rule, which really changes, which really changes the game with some of that stuff. Um, when we allow, when we take a backseat, when we take second place to what God wants, then would God want you to, you know, do that, buy that, you know, invest in that, you know, it, it really, it really changes the game when we think your kingdom come, your will be done. God, I'm giving you rule. The second thing <clears throat> it does is that it gives us an anticipation of Jesus's coming, which I think is important. It gives us an anticipation of Jesus's coming. When I was in youth group, we used to do things. And if, and if you're a teenager listening, um, mute this, but we, we used to, um, like go to this watering hole down in North Carolina and we'd jump off these platforms that were 15, 20 inches high. Um, and, uh, and when we did, we, we had this saying, you know, are you ready to meet your maker? Right. Are you ready to meet your maker? Because, you know, the joke was that that's what was going to happen. 
And I think, I think when I think about that now, are you ready to meet your maker? Yeah. Like, like, and don't get me wrong. Cause I know the tension here, right? I've got, I've got an incredible wife. Um, I've got four awesome kids and I just had to pause their movie and send them downstairs. And so they're feeling really good about me right now. Um, but you know, I, I love my life. I love the church I get to pastor. I love the, the family that I get to love and be a part of and, and, and all of those things, but nothing, nothing compares to the kingdom of heaven. Uh, Francis Chan, who wrote the, uh, who wrote a great book on marriage, he and his wife, they talk about being married for the mission, being married for eternity and everything that they do in their marriage focuses on the kingdom of heaven. How does that transform your marriage? When you, when you are married and when you parent with the vision and the heart that I can't wait for Jesus to return. And that's utmost important in our lives. How does that transform the way we live? Quite a lot, I think. Um, even the last prayer of the Bible I have written down here, Revelation twenty two twenty, 20 is even so come Lord Jesus, even so come. What a passionate prayer. What a passionate heart that that, that would be at the heart of who we are. Christian Stanfield has a song, even so come that I think is just an anthem of, of that, even so come, Lord Jesus. Um, so when we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done, we're saying, God, you can rule our heart. There's an anticipation of Jesus's coming. And then number three, and, and I think this kind of echoes where we started, um, he can make his kingdom real to you. I think when we shift our perspective to his kingdom, his will, not our kingdom, what we're trying to build, what we're trying to do this side of heaven, not our will and, and our agenda, what we see for people. When we shift that, I believe that God more than ever can make his kingdom real to you and real to me in, in real life places and in real life situations. And then fourth, we're deciding to live for God. When we when we sit and when we pray this way, your kingdom come, your will be done, we're making a decision, a conscious choice that I'm not living for anything else. I'm living for you. I'm living for your kingdom and I'm living for your will. And it's meaning it's meaning, meaning, right, a sub point there, that we submit to God's plan for our lives. We submit to God's plan for our lives. And so when we pray this way, a real practical way that we can pray your kingdom come, your will be done is, is fourfold. What would it look like if you started your prayer today, this afternoon, tomorrow morning? Um, okay, God, help me find your plan. I don't want my plan. God, help me find your plan. And, and, and God, I, no matter where you want me to go, no matter what you want me to do, help me find your plan. And then it doesn't stop there. Secondly, help me understand that plan. God, I don't, I don't, I don't just want to find your plan for me. Help me understand your plan for me. Help me comprehend 
um, what it is that you're calling me to do and what it is that, they, they, that you're asking me to do. And then number three, big one, you guys ready for it? Help me submit to it. God, help me find your plan. Help me in the best way that I can to submit, I mean, to, to understand your plan. And then thirdly, help me submit to your plan for my life. Help me submit to your plan for my family's life. Help me submit to your plan for, um, for my friend's life who, who, who isn't doing what I think they should be doing. Right. Uh, we watched, we, we exposed the, the, the kids last night to honey, I shrunk the kids, right? Great parents train a child in the way they should go. And, and honey, I shrunk the kids, you know, the neighbor's dad was the big football player and got on his son because he wasn't big enough. Would have loved to have that problem, um, but he wasn't big enough, and and so he didn't he didn't want to play football, right? And dad was kind of beating in on him that he needed to play football. He needed to be this football player because dad had a plan for his life. But where Russell, I think Russell wanted to go, where Russell wanted what Russ wanted to do with his life wasn't football, and so submitting. And, and really giving back to God, okay, God, you know, I'm going to submit to your plan for my life. I'm going to submit to your plan for my kid's life. I'm going to submit to your plan for my spouse's life. And, and, and I'm going to trust you, right? It's saying, I'm going to trust you. And then lastly, lastly, when we pray this, okay, God, help me find your plan. Help me understand your plan. Help me submit to your plan. And then number four, God, help me accomplish your plan. Help me to accomplish your plan and your vision and your dream for this. Um, I think that transforms our prayer lives. And again, it bends our wills to God's will for our life. A couple more things here. Um, shortest message I think I might have ever preached. Um, but the submission of ourselves to God is the beginning of our prayer life. And I think that that's the big thing here when we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done is the submission of our lives to God. And that's the beginning of an effective prayer life. The submission of our lives to God is the beginning of an effective prayer life. Um, prayer, uh, I, I believe this, and I don't remember where I saw it, um, but uh, prayer is a call to change the world. You know, prayer is a call to change the world. When you think about your kingdom come, your will be done, man, what does that look like? What does that look like if, if we 61 people that are viewing this thing right now and who knows how many 62, wow, man, we're growing. Um, uh, who knows how many people view this thing if it gets shared or doesn't get shared or whatever. Right. But what, what would it look like if we just prayed, all right, God, your kingdom, your kingdom. That's, that's what I'm living for. That's what matters to me. That's what I care about. Nothing, nothing else. Nothing else matters. I, I don't, I'm not about my will. I'm not about my kingdom. It's all about you. I believe that'll change the world. Um, prayer is a personal discipline that transforms us into dedicated disciples. Prayer is a personal discipline that transforms us into dedicated disciples. Jesus prayed, and I even love, and we're going to talk about this in the next couple of weeks, 
But I love that Jesus modeled getting by himself to pray. I love that Jesus modeled saying, hey, these things are awesome. I want to celebrate with you. I want to, I want to be with you. I, I love you, disciples, but I, I need some me time. And, and really what he's saying there is I need some me and daddy time. And he separated himself and he went to be with the Father. Prayer is a personal discipline that transforms us into dedicated disciples. Um, if we're not praying, who are we relying on? And, and so my challenge to us this week, as we think about your kingdom come, your will be done, uh, and we're going to get in next week on earth as it is in heaven, and how that's the, the hinge in this whole Lord's Prayer. That's the, that's the, that's the, 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 the tipping point for this prayer. Um, man, it's, it's going to be good and, and as we get into that. But, but, but tip for today, as we kind of fit, sit and, and meditate on these things, your kingdom come, your will be done now. Your kingdom come, your will be done now. Um, and how does that transform the way I live now? If I start praying, okay, God, show me your will for me now. Help me understand it. Help me submit to it. Help me to accomplish it. And I would encourage you, I would challenge you, um, invite you to pray those four things. God, what is your will for me right now? How can I live in your kingdom? How can, how can your kingdom become real to me now? And, um, and help me understand that. Help me submit to it because, God, I've, I, <laughs> I have my plans. I have my checklist. I have my things that I want to get done, that I want to see done, that I want to see accomplished. And so help me to, help me to shift those things in priority. And then, and then God, help me accomplish it. Help me accomplish what it is that you want for me today. God, show, show me your glory here and now. I think I'll close with that. My, one of my favorite passages, the, one of the things I love to sit and meditate on is Moses in the book of Exodus, done with the Israelites. And I know I've preached on this many times, but um, I think it's so applicable to this prayer. And, and Moses is on the mountain. And he says, God, if, if you're not going with me, I don't want to go. I'm not going. I'm not going to lead these people anymore. If your glory doesn't go before us, if you're not with us. And, and Moses insistently prays on that mountain, show me your glory. Show me your glory. So much so that God says, all right, go stand in that cleft um, by rock. I'm going to, I'm going to, cover you with my hand. I'm going to allow all my goodness and all my glory to pass by you. Once I, once all my presence is passed by you, I'll remove my hand and you can see the back of my robe. And the, the challenge that I've given time after time again, and the challenge that I keep coming back to in my life, as I think about that story, as I think about that passage of Moses on the mountain, what would it look like if you didn't leave the mountain before you knew God's will for your next step? What would it look like if we were as persistent as Moses saying, God, I'm not moving. I'm not leaving here. I'm not taking another step until I experience your kingdom, till I see a burning bush in my life right now. And, and I know that you're with me and I know that you're with me and my experience. And I could tell you story after story after story. 
of how when I've done that with God, he's answered. He's been there. It hasn't always been the answer I've wanted. It hasn't always been the response that I've thought I would get. But it's been real. And it's been authentic. And God has shown me the way. And so what does it look like for you in your life today? God, what is your will for me? How can I experience your kingdom right here, right now? Help me to understand that. Help me to submit my all to that and help me to accomplish that today. Hey, can I pray for you? And uh, we'll pray for safety and all of that. I, I, wore, I wore this for some of you friends that would be getting on. I'm seeing a couple comments, nice jersey, all that. So thank you guys. Um, but, you know, uh, yeah, let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for this prayer. Thank you that we can experience your kingdom here and now. And so God, I, pr I pray that for each person watching this, that will watch this, that as, as our small groups get together and talk about these things this week, God, I think the biggest challenge here is the submission part. God, I believe you want to lead us. I believe your heart is your kingdom. Your heart is your glory. God, I believe your heart is for us. And, and so, God, I pray for a submission from your church to follow your kingdom and your will and to focus on that and allow that to transform all that we are, all that we say, and all that we do um, going forward. And so, God, I thank you for technology this morning that allows us to do this. I thank you for um, the, uh, the people of Summit and hopping on and and, uh, and, and enjoying your word as we just look at your kingdom come, your will be done this morning. And I just pray for safety for all those out plowing and, and taking care of things today. I just pray that you'd be with them and keep them safe. And uh, God, we, we want to glorify you. And so I pray that you show us the way and help us to submit our ways to you. And just in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We love you guys. Um, and thank you guys so much. Um, uh, we're going to take an offering this morning, so if you'll hop over to summitmain.org. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. All right, guys. Stay safe. Love y'all. See ya. Bye.